Hi, everyone, and welcome to High Tea Hoops. I'm Skylar Smith, and you can catch me on the Bird app at the Duchess of Hoops. Hey, everyone, I'm Brian Boucher, and you can catch me across all social media, including Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, Skylar, at the Duke of Hoops. I'm working on it. We are so excited for our first series, the Casual UK Fan Guide to NBA Teams. In this series, we're going to be running through the 22 NBA teams competing in Orlando to help you decide who to root for in the bubble. We'll keep the statistics and game analysis a little bit light while focusing more on the stuff that makes fans fans, whether the team is winning or not. I unfortunately didn't have a ton of choice in my fanship. I grew up in a Pistons household in Michigan. But Brian, you moved around a lot growing up. You lived in L.A. You could have been a Lakers fan. You you lived in Indiana. You could have been a Pacers fan. But you committed to the Nuggets when you were living in Denver and you stuck with them. When you were a kid, what about the Nuggets made you think this is going to be my team forever? Well, the reason I'm such a big NBA fan is because I have lived across the states in a lot of different cities. So I've got to see a lot of different teams play. But I moved to Denver when I was seven, a little bit of a nerdy kid. And I wore these kind of like really long white tube socks that were not cool. And there was a player on the Nuggets, Bobby Jackson, Action Jackson, who wore these really long white tube socks as well when he played. And he made me feel a lot cooler. Uh, And that sealed the deal, made me a lifelong Denver Nuggets fan. Yes, that's the stuff we want. Being a fan of a team is about so much more than championships and rings, and that's what we're hoping to fill in here. We'll be touching on team personalities, beefs, nicknames, Premier League team equivalents, and more. We'll be starting from the bottom of the rankings, so bear with us with the Washington Wizards and making our way up to the Bucks at number one. You can check back every day, though, for a new episode. Let's spill the tea. Hey everyone, welcome back to High T Hoops. I am Brian Boucher, the Duke of Hoops, and as always, joined by Skylar Smith. What's up, Skylar? Hi, Brian. I'm so excited to talk Nuggies. Not as excited as me. Today, I know. in the Casual UK Fan Guide to NBA Teams, we are covering my Denver Nuggets. <laughs> the Denver Nuggies. The Denver Nuggies. So, Skylar, to start off with, because I'm going to talk a lot in this episode and have a <laughs> lot of personal anecdotes. Give me your impressions of the Denver Nuggets growing up. I mean, first off of that, like, this is the first team we're going to be talking about that we've actually seen play in the bubble, which is really weird, but really cool. Um, Twitter just blew up yesterday with that insane lineup and Bulbul just going off and Jokic as a guard and all of that. So it's really fun to talk about this team that we've already seen play in the bubble, first of all. Um, I had a really weird relationship with the, with the Nuggets growing up. I like really resented them for a while. Um, I, Chauncey Billups was my, one of my favorite Pistons ever. And yep. he was kind of like one of the leaders uh, who brought us that 04 championship. Um, and, you know, like time passes after those championships and people leave. Like Ben Wallace was already gone, um, who is actually my all-time favorite Piston. Um, but... Uh, we traded Chauncey to the Nuggets in 08, and that's kind of uh, what has caused this uh, 12-year rebuilding phase that we're currently in, yep. and seem to be seem to be stuck in for quite a while longer too. Um, and you know, I was like 10 or 11 when that happened, and so I wasn't really thinking of it as like, oh, who did we get back, or like, why did Chauncey need to move? It was just like the Denver Nuggets came and stole my favorite player. And now he plays for them and the Pistons are bad and I hate them. Didn't That's you just want, like how you think about it at like 10 years old. Didn't you like that you got Allen Iverson? 
No, I didn't like Allen Iverson. Oh, okay. And he didn't do time. anything for the Pistons. So he was terrible for the Pistons. He really was. But then I like grew up a little bit and kind of like you kind of you kind of realize what's happening with trades and yeah. you know if Detroit wants to make terrible trades, which they so often do, that's not the Nuggets' fault. So no, I have come to forgive the Denver Nuggets. That's that's good to hear. And you're right. It has been fun that we're in the part of this podcast now where we actually are watching games and the scrimmages are going on. And yeah. one of my favorite tweets, which I can't remember who tweeted it, but it was the three greatest players of all time. It was LeBron James, number three, Michael Jordan, number two, scrimmage bowl, bowl, number one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just an incredible True. performance yesterday. So it's incredible. He had to immediately get drug tested. Yep. Randomly. Random drug test. Randomly. Randomly okay. scheduled. Just so we don't go on personal anecdotes for another hour, let's start with some high level of this team. So this is an older team. They started in the ABA in 1967 and were a very successful ABA team. Uh, they made it to the playoffs every year. And then they joined the NBA in 1976 after the ABA-NBA merger and qualified for the NBA playoffs in nine consecutive seasons in the 1980s. Uh, and then yep. another, you know, they had another good run, the Carmelo era from 2004 to 2013, where they made 10 consecutive playoffs. But this is a fun, sad fact about my Nuggets is that they have not made it to the finals since they joined the NBA. It's they, tough. they are the only four of the surviving former ABA teams that have never reached an NBA finals. So how many teams are left in the NBA that have never made the finals? I feel I like it's, 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 I actually small. feel like it's higher than I'm expecting it to be though. It's definitely small. All right. We'll include that in the blog post, but yeah, yeah uh, we haven't made the NBA finals. We've gotten close a few times, but uh, it's tough out there for the nuggets. So let's go into the city. Skylar, have you ever been to Denver? Well, yeah, you have. Your yeah. My there. best friend lives in Denver. Um, she just moved there like two years ago. So I've gone to visit her once. Um, I loved Denver. Lovely it's a city. really beautiful city. Um, really beautiful. It's set right against the mountains. Yep. The city is like really nice and really clean. The weather was really great. We had really great beer there. There's like a ton to do. Uh, marijuana's legal. Marijuana's yeah. It's an awesome city. Really like Denver and the most important thing to note here, it is literally a mile high. So it yeah. is very high altitude, which is very interesting for sports because a lot of the teams come up to play and they're not ready for the lack of oxygen. And you'll yeah. even see in like NFL games, they have to have oxygen tanks on the side of the, you know, on the sidelines for the players. And that has always made Denver a unique place to play because they have the advantage with the high altitude. Yeah, it's so hard to go play in Denver. When I went to visit my friend, we won we went on a hike and it was like not that hard of a hike and I was dying, dying. within you like 20 die. minutes. It is so hard to adjust and that's why the US Olympics, you know, the US Olympic teams, they train in Colorado Springs just south to train yep. for that high altitude. So it's always fascinating to me though how you can't really tell on TV cuz the, you know, NBA athletes are such elite athletes that they just go up to a mile play a full NBA game and it looks like it's no problem. And I would literally yeah. die with like one wind sprint. So same something to note with Denver. It's a mile high. Let's go into the history now, Skylar. So we're, we're tying up all these loose ends, which is fun. 1982 Alex English era. So this is from the former pod, the Pacers pod where they traded Alex English to the nuggets 
for nothing. And Alex English became one of the best scorers in NBA history. <laughs> so we had a nice little run here. Also, we just had these sweet jerseys, like the Technicolor jerseys with the mountains mm-hmm. in the background and the skyline. God, this this is like a, this the is a rainbow. The Ugh, rainbow jerseys. I love those jerseys. Love it. Then we get to 1991, the Dikembe Mutombo era. So the Nuggets drafted Mutombo. Really important I love thing. Dikembe Mutombo. Yeah, really important thing to consider if you're trying to join the Nuggets side on the fan uh, on the fan guide. Uh, just a, a fun fact from the Matumbo era. They are the first team in NBA history to beat a one seed as an eighth seed in the playoffs. They beat the Seattle. Who Super was Sonics. the one seed? Seattle oh, wow. A little crossing of worlds here. Uh, they get through the Dikembe Matumbo era. And then we get to 1997 to 2003. Now this is a very important period because this is when <laughs> I became a Nuggets fan. If you've listened to our intro. Very important. This is, you know, the Wikipedia article labels this period as another period of struggle for the Nuggets, <laughs> which is unfortunate because this is when I joined. And they did some really impressive things here, Skylar. They, uh, they set the single season losing record, 23 straight <laughs> games. Impressive. Hard to do. Uh, Very hard. It was broken by the Cavs in 2011 and then the Sixers in 2014. But uh, we held that for a while. We also had, we almost set the record for fewest wins in a season at 11, <laughs> which would have been, which would have been fun to have. And then, uh, then we ended up tying the worst record in 2002 to th- 2003. So we, we actually got it. Uh, so this is when I became a fan. This was, this was the good old days. This was Rafe LaFriends, Antonio McDice, Nick Van Axel, Bobby Jackson, just a ragtag group of players that could not win. And it was a little embarrassing, but little Brian loved them nonetheless. Yeah. I actually love that this is the time that you were a fan because I don't like, there's something about growing up being an NBA fan. Like you're kind of, when you're that young, you're kind of just focused on your team. Mm-hmm. And so whether they're bad or not, you, you just like love watching them and that's kind yeah. of like all you're in it for. And so it's just so pure. And I don't know. I just think it's so funny that little Brian was like, I love this worst team in my history. We got past 10 games. Go Nuggets. (laughs) And I was on like all the little Nuggets basketball programs. Uh, So I, and we knew the coach. The coach was a family friend. And it was really, you know, it was a really exciting time. I got to see Jordan play in the Pepsi Center. Uh, yeah. It wasn't the Pepsi Center then, but I got to see Jordan and I'm like, the Nuggets are amazing. This is incredible. <laughs> so looking back, not maybe the best time to be a Nuggets fan, but it was no. for me. Yeah. Then this is what made this next era so important. So my whole experience with the Nuggets was setting records for losses and <laughs> for, for, not able, for not being able to win any games. And in comes Carmelo Anthony. So 2003 draft, everyone knew LeBron was going first. Darko yep. goes too. So think of little Brian Ugh. after years, Darko. years of just sitting there, not winning games, not knowing, you know, if the Nuggets were ever going to be a good team. Mm-hmm. LeBron goes first. I wanted Melo so bad. He came off of that uh, Syracuse season where they were national champions. He had the cornrows. He was yep. like the coolest player in the world. I knew we wouldn't get LeBron, but we had the third pick, and. Uh, the Pistons are going and there. I was like, don't pick Carmelo. Don't pick Carmelo. Don't pick Carmelo. They picked Darko and I was the happiest kid in the entire world. 
Sorry, Skylar. <sighs> I I'm can't sorry. say the same. Your loss is my gain. For yeah. Also for, for Chauncey Billups. Is this a beef? Do we have a Pistons Nuggets beef? I think we have a beef right now, personally. <laughs> now that you're seeing this, like, so starkly. I'm just one getting the other. pissed right now. Uh, the Nuggets are the reason for the downfall of the Pistons. So I'm just going to be such a typical <laughs> Pistons fan and not take any blame, responsibility yeah, for else. the terrible moves that they've made for 20 years. So I didn't realize this, but we had the Chauncey Billups, Carmelo Anthony era, but that could have been yours with one pick. Yeah. And Brian, you would have been I'm so aware. good. You would have been so yeah. good. Honestly, though, Carmelo just looked so perfect in that baby blue yes. nuggets uniform For some reason. i literally he put that journey he put that jersey on and i was like i have never seen a jersey look so perfect on a human it looked like that jersey was made for him yep i have that jersey and this is a fun fact about me which might be a little too personal but i had a gigantic carmelo anthony wall cut out across my wall <laughs> into adulthood so full, it's life size. So it goes six foot eight up, up, up to the ceiling. And luckily my now wife, when we started dating, saw that and she worked for the company that produced them. So thank you, Queen yeah. of Hoops for not judging me I too much had, on that one. I had the same one because she worked for that company, except it was a Chauncey Billups cutout. On the Nuggets? And I a also- A Nuggets cutout? No, Brian. <laughs> Why not? And I had it well into his time with the Nuggets, the Knicks. It never came down. I mean, it came down at some point, but. All right, let's talk about the Mellow era. Uh, this was also the George Carl era. So George yep. Carl, he was also the Supersonics coach. I love George Carl. Wrote this yeah. like very inflammatory book that just threw everyone under the bus, which I super <laughs> appreciate as an NBA fan. But yep, I love they, mess. They, Carmelo joins in 2003. From 2003 to 2008, they lost in the first round of the playoffs every single year. Yeah. One and done, one and done, one and out, one and out, one and out. So, I mean, look at the comeback. 11 win season. You're making it to the playoffs. True. You got to take what you can get. I, this I is was. like young Don't mellow. Worry. Don't worry. Uh, and then we got Allen Iverson in 2006. So we had J.R. Smith, Carmelo Anthony, and Allen Iverson all on one team at one time in the 2000s. What a mashup of personalities Amazing. on that team. God, this was a fun team to watch. They were ridiculous. Bombing threes, not working together, all shooting. Imagine that team right now. If they were all in their prime right <laughs> I'd now. I'd love that to would watch be it. Ridiculous. It'd be so funny. It would be so funny. It'd be like an all-star game. There would be no passes. Yeah. Uh, and then in 2008 is when Chauncey Billups came in. And he actually came in, hmm. uh, provided some stability and mentorship the veteran leader and they made it to the conference finals and they played the Lakers. This was a really good series. I really wanted the nuggets to win this one I remember passionately going for Carmelo going for Chauncey and the Lakers were just too good this year. Yeah. So I like Kobe. I love Kobe. That's all right. We can lose to Kobe in, in 2009. Yeah. Then we get back on our bullshit 2009 to 2013, losing the first <laughs> round again every year. Very frustrating being a Nuggets Honestly, fan. Honestly, the Nuggets have never not been on their bullshit. That's true. They've Yeah, we, we don't do a whole lot. Uh, and then one of the craziest trades of all time, Carmelo wants out. Who wouldn't after like eight straight years of first round exits? And yep. this was like the Knicks. The, I'm not going to go into the details because basically the Knicks and the Nuggets just traded their top six players each. Yeah. 
the Car- like, Carmelo came over. Uh, the Nuggets got rid of a bunch for, to go to like the Timberwolves. And then it was like this three-team swap. And basically the Nuggets became the mini Knicks. Yeah. My favorite part of that is the part where like the day that the trade was done, didn't the Nuggets have like no players for their yeah. game that night? I think they had nine. <laughs> and they still won. Yeah, but we got um, we got Wilson Chandler, Raymond Felton, Danilo Golinari, Timofey Mozgov, and Kusta Kufas. So we got five players for for Carmelo. So there we go. Carmelo uh, and a bunch of others. Yeah, Don't insult Chauncey like that. Sorry, Chauncey was there too. So he's an old Chauncey at that point. We're gonna skip ahead through a bunch of years that are unremarkable. Golinari <laughs> is the standout, though. Really liked Golinari. But this is the era where they didn't have any stars. They got rid of the Carmelo Starball type era and went for team basketball. And this yeah. is when we had like Ty Lawson. We would try to run teams out of the gym. Uh, we scored a lot of points, high paced. So that's when we started to develop that style. And this is when Jokic really rose. So Jokic came in pretty underrated. Uh, he's always been a bit of a, of a heavyweight on the court. So I don't know. I think his fitness level nice. has always been a concern, and, which I love him. I'm the Jokic equivalent on a court. Whatever pickup game I'm in, I'm just putting the Jokic troll. And comes in, and the team for a few years, they have Nurkic as well, so they have these two bigs, and they finally commit to Jokic and say, okay, Jokic is our best player. We're going to build the offense around him. They trade Nurkic, and they really broke through. And last year, they made it to the Western Conference semifinals. So yep. this is a team around Jokic that's a very team-centered basketball team. They don't have any kind of breakout stars other than Jokic, who – has come into kind of MVP contention. And I think he'll win an MVP at some point, but pretty amazing to see his, his rise and this team kind of reinvent himself themselves around him. Yeah. It's super impressive to see Jokic. Like he's probably top 10 players in the NBA right now. Yeah, so definitely it's really crazy to see him flourish like that. And yeah. Happy him for and, the Nuggies. Him and ball ball. Yeah. Both top 10. Ball ball. So I'm going to do this painful premier league equivalent uh, as a Tottenham fan, because Cronky Sports and Entertainment owns the Nuggets. Cronky Sports and Entertainment also owns Arsenal. So this is the Cronky connection. If you're an Arsenal fan, you're also ownership group is also the Nuggets. So that's the best equivalent I can do. They are very Cronky-esque in their management. They all kind of run under that that Cronky Sports uh, umbrella. So it pains me, and I still have this inner conflict that I'm working out through therapy that I'm both a Tottenham <laughs> fan and a Nuggets fan. But if you want to work through that with me, maybe consider Tottenham fans. This is my pitch to you. Maybe be a Nuggets fan. We're looking for a cup, just like you are. Skylar, thoughts? The pitch is you're going to have to work through this in therapy? Yeah, with me, though. It's a team effort with me. Are you are you gonna do the therapy for them? Are you doing On group the therapy? Group therapy, oh, maybe. Maybe oh, we'll have watch the podcast or is the therapy. It could be. This is a pitch. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying I don't think it's the strongest pitch. But if that's the it's pitch not. you want to make, then sure. If you want to be a struggling, conflicted Nuggets and Tottenham fan, maybe hop on the bandwagon with me. Otherwise, Arsenal fans, this is your same ownership group. But if you hate. Your ownership group, maybe don't root for the Nuggets. It's up to you. Very complicated. Yeah, sorry. That was a a complicated one because it's complicated emotions. Let's go into this year's, this season's team. So 
They are third in the West, Skyler. Are you fucking kidding Crazy. me? Let's go. Only behind yeah. the LA teams. So this team has, I guess it's hard to say they overperformed because they, they were really good last year too. But the starters are Nikola Jokic, also known as the Joker, also known as Big Honey on Basketball Reference. Didn't know that. I love that nickname. <laughs> Big Honey. Uh, Will Big Barton, Honey. Bill, Will Barton, Will the Thrill, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, and Paul Millsap. So yeah. this team, you know, it's not Kawhi and Paul George. It's not LeBron and Anthony Davis. It's Jokic and a bunch of uh, good role players. Jamal Murray is maybe the, the other standout star here and Bull Bull. But what are your uh, reactions on these starters, Skyler? Who do you like other than Gary yeah. Harris, who's a Michigan State guy? Yeah, definitely uh, don't like Gary Harris. He <laughs> used to be up on Michigan, um, yes, but did. that's not when I was there, so it's fine. Um, I don't know. I just truly I'm so distracted looking at this player list because we just saw them play, and all I can think about is ball ball. <laughs> and their lineup. He's all I, think I can think the, about. I think it was the tallest starting lineup of all time. Yeah, just seeing Jokic starting at point guard brought Amazing. me so much joy. I couldn't explain it. Ball I ball. want to see this team play the Rockets so bad. <laughs> the tiny, know, tiny, tiny, tiny Rockets. Did you see their nickname, the Nuggets nickname that someone put on Twitter? No. Uh, slow time. The slow time, <laughs> like, the slow time Nuggets, which I love. Uh, I love it, yeah. All right, let's go into depth. Ball, ball, obviously. Jeremy Grant, uh, Tory Craig, Monty Morris, Mason Plumley, Michael Porter Jr., who sneaky good pick there. Also got yeah. out of uh, out of Washington, but seems like yeah. his back is healing and he is going to be a monster. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, for. I'm really excited to see him. He was coming off of that injury, so we didn't really get to see a ton of him this year. So I'm hoping we get to see him a lot in the bubble. Yeah, it's it's going to be a fun team because they are based around Jokic, who is probably the best passer in the NBA. Did you see LeBron. that pass to, to Bulbo? Like where he so mad. Yeah. He gets so mad. I don't know why that video was so funny. That's me in every pickup game where I'm just playing with just awful players and I just do these <laughs> dimes and they just cannot finish it. So I, that's, okay. Yeah, that I'm pass was not a dime though. It was about a foot too low. Scott, give him a break. All right. Second best pass in the league. First best pass. Definitely the best right. passing big. Okay, I'm going to give you a Premier League equivalent here for uh, for our guy, Jokic. So, Jokic, incredible passer. Very flashy passer. Does a lot of tricks. Uh, he's kind of the the point center, you know? So, he's, he's the big man, but he's also playing point guard. So, I am going to say that he is David Silva from Manchester City. Yeah. I like this one. This one makes a lot of sense to me. Midfielder, tricky passer, basically a wizard. Jokic is a wizard or a joker. I think it works. Yeah. You made up for the previous Premier League equivalent that you just did. Which was what? Just goalie? Goalie with Gobert? No, I meant the – you'll have to work through it in therapy if you want to be a fan of this team and you're a fan of Arsenal. But this one, you're making up for it. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, let's go to owner, coach, management, and fans. Again, owner is Cronky Sports Entertainment. They own Arsenal. They own the LA Rams NFL team. They own the Avalanche. Uh, this guy, Stan Cronky, married a Walton, the Walmart uh, heirs. So this team has a lot of money. Uh, they play yep. at the Pepsi Center in Denver, which they share again with the Avalanche and 
the National Lacrosse League team. So if you're a big lacrosse fan, they play here. Very nice arena. It was really fun going to games, mm. if that matters. Really, really yeah. pleasant atmosphere. I think it matters. They had the little blimps go around inside and they drop the little tickets and I'd always want to get the tickets. So really yeah, enjoyable love atmosphere. That. Great. Uh, management, Tim Connolly is the president. So is Josh Kroenke. So is Calvin Booth. Not sure which <laughs> one's the actual president. I think they all have different roles. But Josh, Kron- Josh Kroenke owns it, the son of Stan Kroenke. Tim Connolly is basketball operations. He worked for the Wizards and Hornets. Calvin Booth was an NBA player. So they brought in a pretty experienced management group here uh, to build this yep. team that has a lot of experience. They also brought in coach Mike Malone, who is a big reason they have overperformed and have, have built their team around Jokic. So good move here. He's been coaching since 2001. He was the head coach of the Kings before this. So experienced coach who's done an incredible job with this team. And then some famous fans, Skylar. Are, is South Park popular in the UK? I don't know, to be honest. Tweet at us. Is South Park – so the, the creators of South Park, huge Nuggets fans because they're from Colorado, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. And then John Elway, who played for the Broncos, the NFL team. So I, I couldn't find any other celebrities that like this team. So I can't build a great case here, but – if you happen I'm to be a South Park fan. I'm surprised we found better celebrity fans for Utah than we did this Nuggets team. It feels like there should be some pretty good celebrity fans here. I mean, when you don't even make it to the finals, it's just tough. Yeah. What are you going to do? All right. I don't want to share any beefs. Why? Do you have any beef, Skylar? I, there's just a beef on our notes, so I'm confused why we're not talking about beefs. All right. I'll give one beef. But the Nuggets are so pure. Just team play, Jokic. No. All I have to say is they might like drinking two liters of soda too much. So, <laughs> Give <laughs> right. us the beef. All come right, on. Beef. Give the people what they come here for. All right. In the good old days, the, the mellow J.R. Smith, Allen Iverson days, <laughs> uh, Carmelo and J.R. and Nene. We forgot to talk about Nene Hilario. But uh, these three were suspended by the NBA because they fought the New York Knicks, who <laughs> – Carmelo ended up being traded to, and this whole team ended up being traded to. And it was started by Knicks rookie Marty Collins, who tackled J.R. Smith on a breakaway layup, and they just went at each other. So I miss the old NBA. Give me this era back. God, just tackling each other, malice at the palace, bringing guns into the locker room. (laughs) They really had to clean it up. Also, just Nene has been one of those players who – I feel like he's been in the league for my entire life. And I'm well aware that that is not true, but it sure does feel like it. He's, he's a monster. He was a monster yeah. for the Nuggets. He was a contributor to the Rockets, but the NBA has definitely... Is he definitely, still on the Rockets? I don't know where he... His game doesn't really match what the NBA is anymore. So he's kind of... Yeah, gonna, he's, he's definitely really an old way. school player. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the beef I can have now. Nurkic and... Uh, and Jokic went at it a little bit, but people say that was a little played up. They would play pranks on each other and stuff, but there was definitely tension there on that team with the two good, talented bigs. But in recent years, I mean, this is a team that gets along really well, plays together, and is really about team basketball. I love team basketball. Me too. So you should like the Nuggets. Uh, Let's go into some fun facts. This is a very high-scoring team. In 2008, the Nuggets scored 168 points the third most points scored for a regulation game in NBA history. 
Guess what, Skylar? More Nuggets-Pistons connections. The Nuggets and Pistons hold the spot for most combined points scored in a game, which was over 360 points. I want to know what that game was. Awesome. That is wild. Our teams get buckets, Skylar. That's all you can say about this. Our teams just have no defense. That's also true. But let's focus on the positives. Also, the Nuggets have the best mascot in the NBA. I will link to all of his antics in the blog post because he is truly amazing. Rocky, the mountain lion. Is Rock. this a Brian Boucher opinion or is, did you base this off of like those lists that rank them? Um, a combination, Skylar. Okay. He's number one on the list. No, he's not. Okay. So it's a Brian Boucher opinion. But it's educated through those lists and he is so funny. He has some of the best antics in the NBA. Okay. I'll include some. All right. Hit my favorite one of his is he does this teddy bear trick where he gifts a fan in the audience a teddy bear. And then if they don't react in a positive way, he rips it out of their hand and progressively <laughs> comes back with larger and larger teddy bears. And the last one he gives you is like 17 feet high. <laughs> and I'll link to that. I'm sure so many people are like, have figured this out now and just like want to get the giant teddy yes. bears. I would definitely do that. Also, uh, I was at a game with my younger sister. I think she must have been like five at the time. And she was picked to play memory, the card game memory on the floor uh, during yeah. halftime. And sorry, I'm so sorry, Shannon, but she was awful. Everyone in the crowd was yelling <laughs> at her. She could not remember. <laughs> she could not remember where the cards were. And her whole family was screaming at her. And Rocky was like trying to cheat for her. And even though Rocky was like telling her which card to go to, just sweet little Shannon, she wouldn't, she did not pick up on Rocky helping her and we lost and we didn't get any prizes. So Rocky again, best mascot. Thanks for helping Shannon out there, but couldn't get over the, couldn't get over the hump. Sorry, Shannon. Sorry, Shannon. Hopefully you never listen to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> let's go into likelihood to make the playoffs and finals. They have a hundred percent chance to make the playoffs. They are locked in. They have a 3% chance to make the finals pretty good odds for a team that hasn't made the finals in their entire history. I'd say so. I think they have a sneaky chance. Uh, they have a 1% chance to make the championship or to win the championship 1%, not less than 1%. That's an important <laughs> distinction. Skylar, what, are, how are the nuggets going to win? I think this is my pitch to you. I'm asking you, but I'm going to respond. This is a weird <laughs> year. There are lots of X factors. It is a, uh, very unique situation. Everyone's a little bit off balance. I think this is Bobo's the year. playing out of his Bobo mind. Is playing out of their mind. It's the it's the slow time Nuggets. I think they could sneak out just like surprising playoff series wins and make it to the finals and shock everyone, kind of like the Raptors rode out, of, rode out of the East last year. Yeah, maybe Brian. I don't know. That's my pitch. Okay, give us your takeaway, Skylar, on why someone should be a Nuggets fan. You know. This is this is a tough one for me. It's very hard to put myself in the shoes of someone who would want to be a Nuggets fan. Okay. Um, but, you know, all I can think about is those sweet, sweet throwback jerseys. Yes. The blue ones with the rainbow and, like, the city skyline and the mountains. They're just – they're some of my favorite NBA jerseys ever – um, I loved the baby blue jerseys with the yellow accents during like that Carmelo Chauncey era. I honestly wish they would go back to that and get rid of this dark blue. There's too many teams with that color blue. Um, that's all I got. I don't know. 
that's Brian, great. I know that you're going to hit this one out of the park. So that's I'm what I'm, I'm gonna contributing. Keep it short. I'm going to keep it short. If you want a team that needs your support and make a run with me through the playoffs on every podcast, weekly podcast, I don't know how many times we're going to do podcasts through the playoffs, but it's going to be consistent. And if you want to, if you want to root for this underdog team with skinny Jokic, with Mason Plumley starting at shooting guard at some point, who knows, <laughs> with Bull Bull making an appearance here or there. This is a fun team that you can rally behind that you'll feel no guilt supporting. They're not, you're not going to jump on the Lakers bandwagon, are you? Or the Bucks? They're going to, they might win. The Nuggets are probably point. not going to win. So this is a very non-threatening team that's very fun, and we need your support. Please, please, please support the Nuggets. And, like, if you're ever going to make a trip to the States to, like, go to your team's game, going to Denver is a great place to go. It's lovely. Yeah, it's lovely. And marijuana is legal. Yeah. What more could you need? All right, Skylar, thank you so much for joining. This was our very biased podcast at the Denver Nuggets. We are not covering the Detroit Pistons because they're not good enough to make this restart. Sorry, Skylar. But tomorrow we are doing the Celtics. Ugh. Which, will be, <laughs> which is why I'm hosting that one. All right. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.